You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. There is an interesting halacha about when it comes to tefillah b'tzibur, uh, especially if you have a small community and do you need the person who's visiting? Let's take a look at the, uh, the question that it shouldn't really be a question, according to many, but it is. Should there even be a minion of, of B'nai Chutzlaretz in Eretz Yisrael? So B'nai Chutzlaretz HaBoyim L'Eretz Yisrael. Noagim L'Tkabetz L'Tbaleel B'Tzibur Tfilas Yon Tepsheni. That's been a minak. Now, how old is that minak? It's not mentioned in Shulchan Arach at all, but it's mentioned by the Beit Yosef himself, as you can see here on the bottom of the screen. The Beit Yosef B'Tshuvot Avkat Rochil which mean, which is sort of like the powder that a uh, perfumist has. Um, that was the chuvas of the Bes Yosef. And he mentions there, Of course, Rabbi Yosef Kaira wrote this when he came to Eretz Yisrael. Started off in Turkey, then eventually um, came to Eretz Yisrael, and, and, and that's where he wrote the Shulchan Aruch. That's also where he wrote his chuvot, his chuvas. And um, as you can see, that he says, everybody's been, they've always had Chutzlar, it's people, and they've had enough people here who are planning to go back. It could be going back to Mitzrayim. It could be going back very close, but they don't live in Eretz Yisrael Mamash, but they would come to be Ola Regel, so they would make a minion on the second day. Um, the Radvaz, who was almost as old as the Bey Yosef himself, the Rabdavid ibn Zimra from Mitzrayim, who eventually moved to Yerushalayim, he says that, no, you shouldn't really have a tefillah b'tzibor. Uh, that you shouldn't have. That's already, that's already too much. To make a, uh, to, to, to have a, a minyan, that's already too much. Um, the uh, the Mishnah Bureau, if you take a look at it, is also not so happy about making a minyanim. Um, however, that's become the minag, and Rebel Yoshev was asked about this, uh, and from Zalman, and they said, look, we're not going to try to stop these minyanim. You see that from the time the Bet Yosef, people have been doing it. Okay, so now that you have these minyanim, and you're not going to stop it. So let's say they can't find 10 people. Can they drag in someone from Eretz Yisrael to be mashed from their minyan? So here, the post... I tried to do that in Israel. They told me, no, you cannot do that. Oh, that's what it says here. Now, why? Because the person who you're dragging in has a different chiyuv, um, and um, that's one way. But the, the uh, Rav Moshe Achagiz explained it differently. He said, if you had, if you, let's say, Moshe, you would have been with ten people, nine other people. So then it's not Lotus go to do because you're like your own seaboard. But, but if you're only six of you, so now um, you don't have yet the people. So bringing someone from the other Kehillah in it creates a, uh, a, a problem. So therefore you shouldn't get a Ben Eretz Yisrael to be Mashal the Minyan. And that's what the Kafa Chaim says as well, that if you can't get the Minyan, you should not. Now, so that that is what the Ramosha Chag is, the Kafa Chaim says. However, some say you can bring an Eretz Yisrael dicker to make the Minyan uh, in order to mispaul B'tzibor and to bring in to be Kor B'tzor. And you're going to be surprised who it is. Um, 
the Kafakayim also brings other posts and say it's okay. Um, and he, of course, ended up living in Yerushalayim, Biakob Chaim Sofer, and uh, the uh, Ashkenazi poskim, the Rebetzel Stern, <coughs> also says you can bring in someone from Eretz Yisrael that can help you make the minion. And Rebel Yoshev also says it's okay. And I'll show you Rebel Yoshev here. The Bnei Chutzlaretz HaMespalm Eretz Yisrael Ve'enem Kiyim Shisha. That might have been your case. I don't know how many you had. You can get even four Eretz Yisrael's to be there and you can and be so mechan the matirim. And what are you going to say? That it's like they're, they're, it's what Cisco to do? He says, no. Rav Yashav says that Beis Yosef already said that even before he got to Eretz Yisrael, the minig was to let Ash, to, to make these minyanim. So therefore, as long as rove of the minion is from Chutz Laretz, Rav Yashav says you can bring the other guys and they can sit there and learn or do whatever they want and let them have the minion. So that is, uh, if people ask you again, Moshe, you could say you're with the Ashkenazim on this. But the Sephardim seem to get, seem to be against it. So maybe the minion you were at was probably a Sephardish minion, if I know correctly. Now, here's another question. What about um, you want to bring an Israeli? This could happen. It might have happened uh, with us. I don't remember. But where the, the minion had Bnei Chul, might have been the other time with Alan's brother-in-law. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I don't know if he helped make the minion one day or not. But I remember that, that the Bnei Chutzlarts, they're in Chutzlarts, and they don't have a minion. And it's Yantiv Shani. Can you bring in a Eretz Yisrael dicker to, to be mashed from the minion? Even for Musaf. So, what is the, so let's take a look at are you allowed to or not. So that's the question, whether you can or not. Some say you can't. That's one Yesh Omrim. The Yesh Omrim She'enam Ritzayef. So who is the argument between? It's Vav and, it's Vav and Zion. Let's take a look and see who the Machlokas is between here. So who says you can bring in a Chutznik, Eretz Yisrael Dicker, to help you make Dominion? Rav Moshe Feinstein. Moshe Feinstein feels you can't. Um, he says, you can have six people who davened, you have four people who davened already. So, okay, they, they have no chiyuv. This man from Eretz Yisrael has no chiyuv to daven Musaf. Because for him, uh, it's a Yom Chol. It's not Shemini Atzeres for him. For him, it's a weekday. Okay, but you can bring someone else who was already davened there. He also doesn't have a chiyuv. Avshu Potter Beetzem Nami Mitzaref. Why? Because if as long as you have rove tzibur mechuyavim, so there's a din on the tzibur. The tzibur is chayiv. Now, that's one svara of Moshe says. Then he has another svara. Let's say, imagine it was our, the minion that I used to go to with you, and then we had a, someone from Eretz Yisrael, and we tried to have ten in order to have a minion on, uh, let's say, on the last day of Pesach. If we say no, when he's sitting over here, and we say no, we can't be mitzvah. And Ramosha says, "Kivin Now it looks like everyone's everyone's shrugging. Why can't we use him? Why can't we use him? He's a Jew. What's wrong? So therefore, 
Um, Rav Moshe says you can bring him in. Uh, and therefore, you, he, you, he can even be a chazan, maybe, according to this. I don't know. Um, now, so that is Rav Moshe. Who disagrees with Rav Moshe? I believe, well, there's a number of people here who disagree with him. Um, one of them is Rav Teichtail, the great Hungarian posik who wrote uh, the Sefer on... Um, on uh, on Yishuv on Eretz Yisrael, uh, he disagrees. Uh, the Eretz Yisrael Dikaposek Rav Orabach, who might be uh, one of them, maybe the Imre Bina, I'm not sure if it's Rosh Zalman's family or not, um, also says you can't be Mitztarev. And who else? Rav Shlomo Zalman. Rav Zalman says that Rav Moshe is right. You have six who've davened, you can get four guys off the street, four guys have already davened the Rebbe, and even though they have no chiv. But he argues with Rav Moshe in the following way, and it's a very strong argument. He says, Okay, they davened already, but they have a connection to this davening, they just have done it. But in a case where it's Shemini Atzeres, it's Shem Chastor for us, and for him it's it's Isru Chag. He has no connection to this davening that we're doing, so you can't be mitzar from to the minion. Um, and Rav Shlomo Zalman says you can't compare it to, let's say, the question that we talked about, um, someone who's not fasting. Can you at least lane the Torah with having him there? And, and that happens a lot in small shuls where you have older people who didn't fast. And now the question is, can you read Vayachal? So do you have at least 10 people to read? So again, Rav Shlomo Zalman says it's not comparable. Over there, it's true. They're not fasting. But they still have a connection to the Kriya, right? It's still a day of a fast. It's just that he didn't fast. But a Ben Eretz Yisrael, he you can't be Mitzar of him at all. Now, he knows there's Achrodim that say, Bishas Adchak, he can be an he can be an ore for you. In other words, let's say there was a, the 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 Baram Ibn Chavid talked about a case where the Ben Bnei Chutzlorets were Amaratzim and didn't know how to daven, and they needed the Ben Eretz Yisrael to be the Shliach Tzibur on Yontiv Sheni. So he says there maybe you could see it's different. Why? Because there's a chiyuv they can't daven with, and you're still there, you're an ore to them. Um, because otherwise they can't even dominate at all. So, and that's the way you could say that 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 might be a difference. Whereas over here, even though they won't have a minion, otherwise, still Rishlam Zalman says that uh, you cannot uh, be mitzvah, even though it means there won't be a minion. So it's interesting Malchoikos revelation from the Zalman. Um, this is something that comes up, I don't know, this year, I'm not sure, uh, but I have actually been in a shul where this was the case. Let me get to it. A Talmud Chokham Ben Eretz Yisrael HaNimtze B'Simchas Torah B'Chutz And you can imagine that that did happen. 
there were shluchim. There wasn't the great migrations like we have now, where hundreds of people going back and forth. But you had shadranim, they were called, these people who would come from yeshivot and stay many times, months, and sometimes years. The Gon Chida ended up dying in Chutz Loretz. He hoped he would go back. Maybe that's why he speaks about it often in his Chuvot. But you know, the Chida was a shliach from Eretz Yisrael. But he ended up spending years and years in Chutz Loretz and, and, and writing, continuing to write his farm. So let's say you can imagine that this happened often. There would be a Talmud Chacham from Eretz Yisrael who's in, who's during Arsim Chaztaris and Chutz Loretz. So they could give him, there's a question whether they can give him another aliyah. Let's say uh, on a regular Yom Tavshani. Well, he doesn't even have a chiv of Kriyas HaTorah, so what's, what are you calling him up to give him an aliyah for? But when it comes to the aliyah of on Simchas Torah, especially the aliyah of Chos and Torah, that you can give him. Now, but it's, it should only be because he represents Torah. <laughs> Not because he's rich, as you can see here. <laughs> Not because... Now, where does this come from? Let's take a look. Ayin Shuvah's Yaakov, that's Rabbi Yaakov Reich, that if everybody sees, everyone sees this Rosh Hashiva's there from Eretz Yisrael, so obviously it's going to be a farhesi if you don't call him up. Why aren't you calling him up? He's the God of Ador. The Chidah spoke about it himself, and he said, no, that you should not call up this person from Eretz Yisrael. Why? You're calling him up as a big simcha, simcha Torah, but it's, 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 not, it's a weekday to him. And he says it's a lie. V'gonev lev hamon ha'am asovrim shushayich l'simcha zu. It's Ganevas das. He's not really keeping it truly. Not like we said yesterday from the Alta Rebbe and, and others. According to the Chidah, he assumes the person is sitting there. He's a nice friend. He's discreetly observing, but he's not really connected to Yontav. So now you're calling him up for an aliyah and some chastora. They give him chastora. He says it's a joke. So that was the Chidah was against this. Um, Rav Shlomo Zalman said, I agree with the Chidah about the Chiyuv, the first five aliyos, the ones that are part of the Chobos Hayom. But Chosen Torah is different. You don't need to do Chosen Torah. Chosen Torah is not really one of the Kriyos that's necessary. It's a special minig uh, to honor the Torah. Now, now, what are you going to say? That, uh, that's a Shasha Brachal Vatola? There isn't. Because what's the reason of, of Chosen Torah? It's not because today is Shemini Atzeres, not because you have to lane. It's because the covet of the Torah. So obviously he's a Godel. And, and, and he also is finishing. Now he finished yesterday, he finished today. Chemi asked me that question as well. Should he, should he still be, you know, should, does he have, because you know, he wanted to finish Shnaya Mikra before the year was up. So he was asking me about this, whether he had to finish by, uh, could he have our day of Simchas Torah as a day to finish it? But there's definitely an idea of finishing the Torah for everybody. So that's a covenant of Torah. They should get the Aliyah. So that is Rav Zalman's Psak. And here, Rav Moshe Feinstein was on the same page. It's not printed anywhere, 
But Ramosha Feinstein's Talmidim said that on Simchas Torah, you could get a, give up a Ben Eretz Yisrael because he also, in a way, learns and finishes the Torah. Uh, any other, but on uh, last day of Pesach or the second day of Shavuos, that would not be the halacha. Um, that is in terms of that way. Let's talk about the other way. Um, we talk about uh, in terms of Ashiras. Why, if he's rich, can't you call him up? Maybe he gives a lot of tzedakah. So Shalom Zalman said, come on, he's a Ben Eretz Yisrael. Now it's true, the Ramah writes that there was, they used to give Chosan Torah to Parnesim. And I think over here in Elizabeth and other places too, they don't give Chosan Torah. I mean, I guess maybe somebody rich buys it and they give it to somebody. But it's become in many places an idea that Chosan Torah doesn't mean the biggest Talmud Chacham. Um, so sometimes it's a person who's a big Baal Tzedakah. So why isn't that a covet? If the person's from Eretz Yisrael, but he's a big Baal Tzedakah, he's an usher, why can't we machabit him and say he has a connection to the Torah? So he says, Shlomo Zalman says, no. Um, that uh, here he would say that uh, he would not be mater. As, as important as the message is that this man helps promote Torah, it's still the wrong thing to do, considering that he comes from Eretz Yisrael. So that's where we draw the line. Um, we talked about um, let's say um, you don't want to go to uh, your own minion uh, which is what many people feel you should not make a separate minion even though the Basiosev says everybody did it so let's say you are a Eretz. Maybe this happened to you, Moshe. I don't know. Maybe you're like the Chacham Tzvi. Maybe you keep only one day when you go there. But uh, now. But let's say you would go to uh, a, a shul like uh, on, on the second day Yantif and they'd be davening the weekday davening. So what would what would be the halachal? So let's read it inside. Ben Chutzorat Hanim Yisrael Umispal B'Yantif Sheni B'Minyan Shobnei Eretz Yisrael So even though you're davening Tfilas Yontov, right? In other words, you're davening a, a different davening than they are. Your, your Shemona Esrei is not their Shemona Esrei. They're davening a weekday Shemona Esrei with Yalav Yavo, and you're davening the Shoah Regolim. That's still called Tfilah B'Tzibur. Now, why? You're davening something different. So, um, that was the Psak of Rabbi Yoshev. And from Zalman, that you you don't have to assume that you haven't daven b'tzibur. So Rabbi Fried, who wrote this collection of halachos, says that hmm, there's a question on this because we know there's a discussion about a ben eretz yisrael ha'nimtz the other way around. And does he? What should he go to Beisach Knesset to daven, or should he daven privately? So that seems to be dependent on the question: if, when an Eretz Yisrael dicker davens with Chutzlaritz people, is that called Tefillah B'Tzibur? And Rafal Mazalman is on record that 
And again, it's seemingly a very similar situation. Um, he's davening Tfilas Chol. They're davening Tfilas Yontif. Is that called Tfilas Betzibur? How's that different? Right? Let's explain it again. Rebel Yoshev felt it's always called, they're both chakras. Okay, this is a chakras that doesn't have the bakoshos in it. This is a chakras that does have the bakoshos. But you are basically bringing a korban tumid, the tumid of shachar. So that's called tefillah b'tzibor. So it's interesting that, as this is Rabbi Fried pointing out, that when it comes to the ben chutzloritz, davening a whole, um, davening a, uh, a yunt of davening, while everybody else is davening a chol davening, he says that's called tefillah b'tzibur. So why is it that when you have the reverse situation, when you have a ben Eretz Yisrael who's davening a, uh, a chol davening, and they're davening a yontif davening, it's not tefillah b'tzibur. So, he, so the answer, I think, is pretty obvious, and this is what he says. When you're a Ben Eretz Yisrael, and you're in a Chutz Loretz, so what's happening? Um Zalman says, they're davening Yontif. There's, no, there's nothing there that's connected to your weekday tefillah. But in the opposite, remember what we say is that according to the Gemara, the Gemara says that maybe you should really on Yontif daven all the 18 brachos, but Chazal have Rachmanos on you. But you have a connection to a Tfilas Chol. The only reason, because of Tircha de Tzibura, we said that you shouldn't daven 25 brachos, or whatever it would be, or, or 19 brachos. You would have to add something for Yontif. We want to make it shorter. But really, even though they're all davening like it's a weekday, that thing that they're davening has a connection to you as well. Now, it's true, they're not mentioning uh, Makadish Yisro of Azmanim in their chakras, but you have a connection to the Shemona Esrei part. So that would be the obvious difference. Um, and that's why, whereas uh, Eretz Yisro has no connection to the Yontif part. The Yontif part by itself, there's nothing there for him. It's not Yontif. That would be uh, the Nafkamina. Should have really done this earlier, but this is the opposite case. Let's say um, a big Rosh Hashiva is in Eretz Yisrael for Sukkot, and he joins the minion on Simchas on Shmini Atzeres, uh, which is Simchas Torah together for the Bnei Eretz Yisrael. So he can be the Chosn Torah. Um, why? Um, well, <laughs> first of all, all these posts can agree, and you know, it probably happened often. But I guess it's the same idea. It represents Torah. So even though he should, if he, he there should be a different laning for him, oh, he doesn't have a minion to go to that other laning. So what are they laning? They're laning uh, about uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. They're laning about Moshe Rabbeinu's death, the end of the Torah. He also has a connection to it, even though it's a day early, and he can get, especially since Chosen Torah has a special uh, chashivus.
We've been talking about getting a minion. Let's just end with this. If a Ben Eretz Yisrael, we talked about this a, a couple of minutes ago, we mentioned it. Don't ask him to be your Baltfilo. Ben Eretz Yisrael and Nimtzibah Chutzlords, he should not be the Shriach Tzibor, but the minion should be a Chutzlords beyond Tibshani. Um, and the opposite. So therefore, Chazanim, this is a, a question, and, and that was that other Chazan, the one that was by North Avenue, stayed, I think, right? He was staying, they brought him in, and, and maybe he stayed into Yontif. I don't remember. I, I seem to have a, a memory of this. But and, if it's his work, he's coming to, uh, this is his job, he's coming <laughs> to do this. So uh, Okay, so that, that, that's Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Right. But, but, but he, he stays because, oh yeah, because I might as well stay for the Chagim already. I think we've had cases where they where they were here for for the Chagim as well, right? I think so. I think one of those twins, the twins that we had, the twin brothers, I think one of them ended up staying. Maybe, maybe. I think one of them ended up staying. So the question is, it happens often that you have a Chazan, um, and he's oh, they can't get a ticket for him, so he stays for Sukkot. So he should not be a Shliach Tzibor on Yom Tivshaini. Let's see whose Psak that is. That is Rafael Zalman's psak. Let's see, let's see how to explain it. You can still be the shots. Why? Because it's essentially the same davening. Um, also, you could say that, of course, when he can say, he could say, um, um, let's say the opposite, the Ben Hul who goes there at Tisrael. You could say, well, he can say uh, he can say the same because right now he's in a community that needs motor, and you can say the opposite. When the Ben Eretz Yisrael is in Chutz Laaretz, where we're not saying we're still saying the same bracha, so he doesn't need to say the same talmud when he davens for the Yomud, because um, that could also work because he's in a place that doesn't need rain. But to be the shliach tzibur. Right. Uh, in other words, so therefore we can let him be the Shliach Tzibor because he's anyway helping the Tzibor out. He's not doing it for himself. But here, his his davening, had he been in Eretz Yisrael, would not be this at all. So therefore, Shlomo Zalman says, he should not be, but he adds an interesting word here, Leoshatz Lekatchila. Sounds like he understands that many of these chazonim, chazanim, are probably still, and maybe some of them are getting paid to continue their job there. Um, so that is uh, an interesting psaac. And so you, but you have to be Nizar. Um, the only svar I would say here to be Mako is once you ask him, it's Farhesi if he says no. <laughs> like the svar of Moshe Feinstein. In other words, Rafama Zalman is probably right that, that there's no reason to ask him. But if he's there, and people say, oh, Chazan, Chazan, you're here. Of course you should, Davin. If he says no, then he's sort of promoting the fact that he's not a Ben er, a ben Chul and that his davening is different. Otherwise, of course, he would daven. So that might be a svara why, uh, you know, why Rafael Zaman says it the way he says it. And that could be, that could be, I think, uh, a difference. And that, that's probably, I, I think that's a strong enough svara uh, to... Um, to be Makel.
Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.